this is she carried the last one so this i'm gonna try to make up for that okay no i mean it's like extremely late and i am so tired so we're gonna see how i'm gonna see how well this goes at this time huh we're gonna see how well we can do this at this time of day okay Okay, let's see how well we can do this. Okay, so I was thinking. April's classes of the future are... You know how we watch those sen- the Century America's Time videos? Uh, so, those like, are not... Uh, 10 years from just... now, like, or, like, 20 years from now, the people mm-hmm. who make the Century videos, whoever the new host is, because the old host died, I think. So whoever the new host is... Oh. Are they gonna, like, show clips of just Karens? Like, those YouTube clips of Karens in the wild? Or, like, you know, um, <laughs> or you know how they interview well, random people? Like, they'll interview yeah. the Karen, and then they'll interview the person recording. You know? Does that make sense? So, so, they're gonna, you're saying they're gonna have, like, Karen's on the new century. I, I, they probably will, to be honest. Yes. Well, they probably will. <laughs> no, not twenty twenty four. Twenty twenty five. They'll probably be in the history textbooks because we made history. So we made history by being a generation of like, What is the? What is our generation? What are we doing? Well, there's gonna be TikTok and everything on. In the, the history textbook. <laughs> yeah, in the history textbook. Maybe like Addison Ray and like TikTok dances. The names of different TikTok dances in the April's textbook. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's gonna be. I can't wait to read April's textbook like 30 years from Honestly, now. Honestly, I would read that just for fun. <laughs> I would just to like reminisce on the past. Reminisce or reminisce? The shenanigans of our generation. The shenanigans of our generation, yes. yes. Okay. Um, shout out to Behind the Body Podcast. They're, they're a um, mental health and body positivity podcast that's kind of stole their idea. So we're doing that. <laughs> we don't have our own ideas, Julie. That's not we very good. We don't. All of our episode ideas are just credit to this person, credit to that person. <laughs> like, credit to chemistry class, okay? It says on the episode ideas talk for next week's. Okay, we'll, we'll go into that next week. Chemistry class, kid. Chemistry okay. class, kid. And you. Okay. Disclaimer. This episode is not meant to offend anyone go to the ideas doc this episode is not meant to offend anyone i mean any opinions in this episode do not reflect the opinions of the parent companies or affiliates associated with this program or either of the hosts okay and we're doing this episode because march 8th is international women's day and we're not taking sides and we're going to go through both sides of both of both of these topics keep that in mind Happy Women's Day and Women's Happy Month. Women's Day. This okay. is why we're doing this, like, in th- this late. It, we we shouldn't be doing this this late, but we wanted to record on Women's Day. 
to publish so we can publish Oh yeah, it the next Wednesday. one is Chem Kid. Yes, okay. it says it. <laughs> well, next week is a good topic. It has to do with sports, mm-hmm. which I love. Okay. And Taylor, which I also love. So she is obsessed with Taylor Swift. <laughs> it's an issue. It's next week is going to be interesting. Something of an issue. Okay. Okay, we're gonna go into topic one. Okay. Welcome to topic one. Welcome to topic one. Um, I didn't do much research on this topic, so while she talks, I'm going to be reading and researching. Okay. Okay, so topic one is basically, does America still have a big culture of of toxic masculinity? Which, obviously, it always has a history of that. Like, most most cultures have a history of that. But do, do we still have, is that still, like, a big thing? So, the concept of toxic masculinity, because she didn't know what that was when I introduced this I, topic. So, it's used in academic okay, and media discussions of masculinity to have referred to certain cultural norms that are associated with harm to society and men themselves. I, that was a bad definition. Okay, moving on. Okay, examples. Unconditional physical toughness. I don't know why it's worded like that. That's just how the website decided to word it. We're going with toughness. Is aggression, right? Physical aggression, lack of emotion, hyper-independence, which kind of, I was thinking, applies to the modern woman too because now that women have more independence, they're expected to want to have a job and live on their own and do things that they have the ability to do now even if that's not their ambition and they're expected to like exploit their independence but maybe some women don't actually want that because i'm sure there are people who don't want that but you're expected to want that because now you can want that like i think yeah but here's the thing with that you shouldn't you have the choice whether you want to see i don't think there's such thing as exploiting independence what does that mean because you can't exploit your independence if you like, what does that mean? It doesn't... No, because there was a long period where you did not have the independence to... Where women did not have the independence to do what they wanted. And now they do. And they're expected to take... They're expected well, they to just have... use that in every single aspect of their lives. Like, they're expected to do every single thing they can. This is why I say exploit. Maybe it's not the perfect word, but yeah. Are you saying, like... That they can, they have to do every job? Not every job. Like, you can't be a doctor and a lawyer and a physician and a, like, psychiatrist right. at the same time, but, like... You can be one of them. Yeah, you're, and you're expected to be one of them. Maybe, maybe some people don't want to be one of them, you know? Does that make sense? I think you should have the choice if you're truly, if, I mean, I think that now that, I mean... See, the thing with independence is you should have the choice to do what you want to do with your life. And, like, keep your ambitions, like, as, like, you should... How do I say this? No, yeah, you're right. Because that's what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to just say, like, you should be able to do what you want to do. You should be able to do what you want to do. But there's this culture, there's this stigma that you're not supposed to, um... Like, you have to want to get a job. Like, if you if you say i don't want to get a job there people are gonna be like oh why not why don't you want to get a job now you can get a job you know all these people all these women in the past couldn't get a job and they couldn't get like a good well-paying 
respected job like why don't you want a job that's a thing so just to bring that up i think there's nothing wrong with having a job or not having a job i think it there is pertains a- to the person like it's what you want to do okay and then anyway go back going back to the example of toxic masculinity okay being stoic being promiscuous maybe being a player isn't stoic? such a good thing stoic mean? stoic means like emotionless and just existing like you don't care okay so here's something there is this stigma okay mm-hmm. that only like there's a stigma that women cannot be i mean only women are emotional and that it kind of harms both sides in a way because not it's not always women who are emotional there are like there's nothing wrong with being emotional and kind of when you think of the word emotional when you say only women are emotional it's kind of oppressing that gender by making them look weaker yeah, and, and if we also talk like about the only male gender can be emotional which which makes, and if you yeah. talk about from the male gender a lot of men struggle like even with mental health they feel like they have to hide their mm-hmm. feelings because they're not allowed to show them even though you are allowed to show them you should be accepted and your feelings are valid mm-hmm. and i think that being having feelings and emotional doesn't make you weak it makes you strong and it makes you human so i don't know where this stigma comes from or why it exists because it doesn't make sense i think everyone can equally like everyone's emotions are valid and feelings are valid and it doesn't make you weaker it doesn't it shouldn't make you weaker i don't understand where this stigma is coming from and i think right now in like the world in america in society people are trying to get rid of that and voice their thoughts on it but it still feels like it's a big thing like there's this bad concept that guys have to be like violent and not aggressive but still there is no emotion i mean i don't know about violent because definitely violence at least in our in like definitely violence is not is looked down upon but again the thing with emotions is very prominent Mm -hmm. okay so Tried and trusted Pew Research Center. There's statistics. Okay, while I read these statistics, can you watch the um video there? I already watched it. You already watched it. Then that's good. Okay. Let us read the statistics. Okay. Okay. Number one, fifty three percent of Americans say that. Most people in a society look up to men who are masculine, which is, and that breaks down to 62% of women and 43% of men in America share these views. 68% of men and 56% of women who say that society looks up to masculine men also say that that's a good thing that that happens. And 8 in 10 men face pressure to be emotionally strong. So, so can I just say mm-hmm. that masculinity does not have to mean strong and femininity does not have to mean weak can it just can it just be see here's the thing like that's again why this stigma is so terrible because it's like you can be feminine and be strong and independent like feminism 
is not about like you can be strong and independent and like the color pink you can be strong <laughs> and independent and like the color blue and the same thing goes for masculinity i feel like like ha- have you seen, like it's just like you femininity femininity ugh. masculinity does not have to be extremely like dominant or strong both of them should be equally balanced and dominant and equally <laughs> strong. <laughs> that doesn't work. Well, you get what my point is. Like, femininity can is about strength and independence and freedom as just as much as masculinity is. And yeah, I get that. You, I get someone... this is a serious topic. It's <laughs> like equally dominant. Equally dominant. Yes. <laughs> well that's an oxymoron but you understood my point yes okay continue continue i mean that's it like you can like the color pink i think i got i don't know where i heard this quote from but maybe it was taylor's documentary i don't know it was somewhere it was like they were saying you can like the color pink but also want to share your political views like like traditionally feminine things like pink and fancy stuff and glitter don't have to mean weakness actually i don't know like you know what i mean it can actually you can be like it actually means strength i don't know i don't understand why there's such an imbalance between the two they both should be equal in strength and they both are equal in strength i don't think it actually means strength it's just that it shouldn't matter because you're strong if you want to be, right? Like, it doesn't yeah, I mean, matter can, who you are, you can be strong. Yeah, you can. That's what I was saying. Like, both femininity and masculinity are about, like, they have freedom and strength and independence, and there's nothing wrong with that. So it's not like if you, you in, in order to, like, be a, like share your political views, you have to not like femin- traditionally feminine things. That's extremely incorrect. You can like traditionally feminine things and be a huge politician or scientist like that it, it, they don't mm-hmm. it, either things should not cancel each other out if like you know they what shouldn't I mean. correlate what you like and what you do and what you are shouldn't and what your passion is should correlate. not correlate i agree yeah. okay so with what we now know what we've discussed mm-hmm. does america still have a big culture of toxic masculinity yes or no Based on, like, the statistics uh, and the examples and all that, what do you think? Uh, I, I mean, I, I guess they, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> what do you think? I feel like we've made a lot of progress, but there's still progress to go. Yeah, because people, more people well, are really voicing, no. like, guys shouldn't have to hide their emotions and they shouldn't have to... Um, like, be a certain way to be considered masculine. But there's still that idea that's widespread that that's what you have to do to be what you want to be. Which I think applies in some way to every group of people. Like, everyone has this stigma of, like, Oh, if you, it doesn't matter who you are, if you want to be this, you have to do that. Like, you know? Right. So we are very, 
late, so we need to go to the next topic. We need to go to topic two. <laughs> because we need we need to sleep. Okay. We're going yes, to I need two. to sleep. Okay. Okay. We're in topic two now. So the question for topic two is why is society still so scared of women finding more success than men? Which is really is our... our International Women's Day topic. Okay. Um, again, I feel like... Okay, so you, you start. I'll you start. I'm, I'm okay. going to read it from this. So, there's the, I was researching about this. And there's this thing called the confidence gap. Which, it's it's in, in... There was an article in The Atlantic by a Katie Kay and a Claire Shipman. Like, why do we credit the newspaper, but we don't really credit the author of the article? Okay. So, the confidence gap. Um, what is this video? No, we're not doing the video. So, there's this statistic in the Atlantic, in the article, that says, the women rated themselves more negatively than the men did on, than the, men did on the scientific ability, the scientific ability, on a scale from 1 to 10, the women gave themselves a 6.5 average when the men gave themselves a 7.6. When it came to assessing how well they answered questions, the women thought they got 5.8 questions out of 10, right? Men, 7.1. This is what they thought. They actually, women got 7.5 out of 10, right? And men, 7.9. So, and women applied for promotion when they met 100% of the qualifications for the promotion, and men applied when they met 50%. So, basically, the confidence gap is that evidence shows that women are less self-assured than men, and that to succeed, and basically to succeed, confidence matters as much as competence, and... No, and regardless of how competent they are, they have this lack of confidence in themselves, which is hindering them. Okay, that's the confidence gap. So, our question here is, why is society still so scared of women finding higher success than men? Um, so, the fear behind, like, I feel like, now that a lot of women are getting CEO jobs and they're getting chances to express themselves and follow through with their passion, for some reason, it's always harder for them to get there than it is for men to get there. And I feel like, again, the way I like think... like the gender pay gap and, um, yeah, income inequality and, like, you can't get this job because... You don't meet this qualification, but they, they, but like you actually do meet the qualifications of thing. Like, so I feel this... like one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go no, continue. Go. So I was just saying, I feel like one example of where this so-called fear is present is definitely in the music industry. So I, so I was just reading. And... Yeah, because you should actually listen to her. So she has a she won Woman of the Decade, and uh she has a very she has a speech about it. It's like ten minutes. You should listen to it. It's very powerful. And in this is not from the speech, but she says that um when she was like in the music industry, a lot of people used to just like infantilize her success and say like, oh, she has some hit songs, but that's it. And they used to never like give her credit or see her as like a respectable powerful woman in the music industry they just used to be like oh she's just like 
someone who has some cool songs. And a lot of another thing is that you she had like she was gaining a lot of musical success during her 1989 era and then i guess society couldn't handle the success she was gaining and they kind of started making up all these rumors about her and then the whole like Kanye West Taylor Swift thing happened and they just people just refused to believe her because they they found it odd that she was gaining so much success so quickly and they were scared of that. And then that's how, like, that's how her documentary is about how she, like, had to go behind the scenes, how she disappeared from social media and how she came back with reputation. So I'm not sure the answer to the question, but this is just an example of how people, society yeah, was scared of her zero-sum game like if you win i lose and the more power women get the more idea of this more the idea of the zero-sum game becomes a mentality and like people think they're gonna fail miserably if women succeed so which is there's nothing wrong in trying to sabotage growing women so that they can feel better about themselves which makes perfect sense people are so rational we're living in a society of such rational human beings I mean, there's nothing wrong in a woman being more successful than a man. And I don't know, I'm going to, you, you continue. I'm going to try and find this, another quote that I remember reading about. Mm-hmm. Hold on. So Let me see if I can afraid of, like, change and the other, there's this general fear of people who you, who've always been lower than you finding success and there, and men become afraid when women find success and because the men are afraid the women start and some there's this faction of women who believe that women shouldn't have success which I don't know there's probably a name for that there's probably a name for a lot of things but I don't know the name for that if anyone knows the name for that yeah but it doesn't make sense because your neighbor Amy gets a high-paying job. How is it affecting you? Amy isn't affecting. Somebody else's somebody else's success or achievements should not like bog you down, or like it shouldn't determine anything there's nothing wrong in someone being more successful and, and i if feel it like it does bug you down that's a you problem not a day problem that's a that's a insecurity i would say i don't have an answer to this question but um i feel like this i found the quote that i was looking for it was from a youtube video um what i was saying is like now that a lot of women have been given the job like a lot of like let's just take the supreme court for example because that's what this quote is focused on so everyone like the job like women like society i guess society we're personifying society now we're saying society is okay with women having jobs they're saying yeah you could have a job but just don't overdo it and there was this this is how my thing that we were talking about in topic one which is like, if you want, you can you can get it. You can have a job, but don't overdo it. You can have emotions, but don't show them. You know. That, yeah, but there's yeah. nothing wrong if you want to have a job and want to go fully above and oh, like I guess not overdo, but like, 
I guess, yes, overdo your job. There should be nothing wrong with that. That's your choice. So but you don't have wanna... to do, but if you want to do that, then go do that. That should be completely up to you. If you want to focus your, your full time on your career, there's nothing wrong with that. So my quote is from Justice Ginsburg. So... Oh, where she she was questioned in an interview. They asked her, "When do you think there will be enough women in the Supreme Court?" Ruth Bader and Ginsburg. Resp- that's who she's talking about. Okay, continue. Huh? You're, she's who? talking about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. The, no, Justice. Ginsburg. She was a famous, just she was famous court justice, Supreme Court justice. She died oh, a while ago. Oh, her name is Ruth Bader. She, her name well, is, is Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, her answer was when there are nine. So I'm assuming there's nine people in the Supreme Court. So when all of them are women is what she said, there will be enough. So first of all, that's not a good question to ask. What do you mean when there, when will there be enough women on the Supreme Court? Her answer is amazing. She goes, when there are nine. So When you can't like, put any more women there, what do you mean? Yeah, so like that's first of all, that's such a bad question to ask. And her answer is really good. She says, like, there's nothing wrong in a woman achieving higher success. And there's nothing wrong in there being all women in the Supreme Court. Why can't there be? Like, why why not? That's what she was basically saying. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, women are allowed to have this job. But why can't they overdo their job or just focus on their career like men? They should be able to. I just thought I would mention people with that same mentality who get places like Edith Eva Egger and Oprah Winfrey and women who found success because they had that mentality of I'm going to do what I want and I'm going to do it well. Yeah. Yeah, you have to also work hard for it, like have like a passion and motivation. Right, and if you have that passion and motivation, then nothing should stop you from getting where you're going. Mm-hmm. And actually, just to finish off the with Taylor Swift, right? The whole problem with her and Kanye West was Kanye West claimed that he was responsible for her fame, How? and this is all like. So I'll get like this is all like a random guy getting responsible for her fame. Everyone's over it now, but when she like. Since I mentioned her earlier, I just have to finish that thought. That's all in the past. I'm sure they're all friends now, but there it was like in a song he mentioned that he was responsible for her fame. And she said in a speech that like how could because she was gaining so so successful, people thought that, oh, she can't be responsible for all this success. Someone else has to be responsible for it, which is why yeah, there's also which this is idea of like, society infantilizing women, which we will go into in a future episode. Yeah, like, why can't she achieve so much success? There's, like, they thought that, oh, she's a woman, she can't have received so much success on 1989. Why not? She clearly did. She's literally received and so she many awards. It. And she received it all by herself. True. So she said in her speech, she said, I have this speech, like, it's a very good speech, by the way. She was winning a Grammy, and she said, um, someday when you get your where you're going, you're going to look around and see that it's the ones who loved you and 
the ones who something cared for you that put you there and that will be the greatest feeling in the world so she's saying that it's you and the ones who loved you that put you where you are you are and that's what really matters the effort of the people who supported you and wanted you to succeed yeah give you success not some random guy who decided to say in a song that take credit for your success okay yeah well that's all like past that's like like, 2017 stuff that i found out happened literally this year because i don't keep up with entertainment news american pop culture is overrated anyway that's my two cents i don't have an answer though like i don't know why why are they so scared they shouldn't society is irrational (laughs) yeah okay the end of topic two. We're going to the conclusion. Okay. Okay, hi. we're in the conclusion. conclusion. Um, happy International Women's Day and Month. I think I already said that, day. but again, is it day or month? Important. Let's highlight it on our script. Okay. So, for the conclusion, I wrote talk about how people break into song randomly because I was at theater when I wrote this, and people were breaking into song randomly. So well, it's theater. They're gonna break fun. into song randomly. That's literally their job. But like, they are yeah, there it is. to it's break into pretty song, fun. Like, and it's not randomly. It. It's probably like, very well rehearsed. No, no, no. They like during the breaks, they just start singing. Like when we're eating, they just start singing. And honestly, oh, I don't know. Probably was. <laughs> I mean, maybe like, they're actually, rehearsing. They maybe they're um being good children and practicing but it's not even the show music it's some random music still maybe they're just exercising the vocals or something okay go <laughs> i mean i don't i don't have a problem with it like why not let them sing it just seems like intention. straight out of a movie like one of those <laughs> bollywood movies <laughs> high school music. you don't see that every day you don't see that okay. every day i've never seen someone break into song i want to see someone break into song that'd be fun Okay. Come to theater. It's very common there. I will come to theater. Okay. And then, second point three. It's very <laughs> an- the Apish project is very annoying. You know, I didn't look at that until yesterday, until two days ago. I didn't even look at it. And then I did it all in one night. <laughs> My We're whole presenting part. tomorrow. Me too. How are we both? just doing Jefferson. It doesn't make sense. I don't understand this project, to be honest. I have a presenter tomorrow, and I still don't know what it's about. Me neither, and we don't know who's presenting what, and it's late, as we've mentioned. Yes, so we should probably go now. We should go now. But this was episode five. We got through five episodes, and we are still not so bored of this that we're going to quit. It's well, surprising. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you for thank listening. You for listening. That's the end of episode five, and now we're gonna go, go to sleep or something. I don't know. Yeah. Bye. Not the Molly Owen conference. <laughs> okay. okay. Well. Yeah. Bye. Bye.